Picks and Parlays back with an NBA playoff betting pick for Tuesday, June 1st, 2021. And we've got Game 5 action. We've got the Brooklyn Nets hosting in the Boston Celtics. Brooklyn Nets commanding lead in this series, 3-1, coming off an absolute beatdown in Boston Gardens uh, just this weekend. And uh, now we have elimination game for the Boston Celtics. And, and to make it even worse, you got Boston Celtics. you got banged up Kemba Walker. you got banged up Robert Williams. And the line suggests that maybe they're not playing because Brooklyn opened at 11.5. Now it's favored by 12.5 points. Yes, Brooklyn, that's favored by 12.5. Big total here as well, 231.5. And we've got one of our picks and parlays experts. Kurt, what do you think about this Boston and Brooklyn game five? Is there any way Jason Tatum, you know, 90-plus points in, in two games, he's probably going to – he might need to score 90 in this one as well as we see a Boston big uh, underdog here. What do you like? in this game five matchup? Uh, if I had to choose a side, I would choose the total to take it over. Uh, right now, <laughs> I'm not going to jump on the side on, until I find out if a couple of these guys are playing. I need, I'm, I'm going to need some help with Tatum. Uh, Williams uh, played great, you know, the uh, first few games. You know, he was definitely the, the, the defensive stopper there. He was uh, getting rebounds. He was blocking shots. Uh, so he was definitely a presence uh, in there for the uh, Boston Celtics. And that affected the... Uh, Brooklyn Nets, as you saw, they weren't able to move as freely as they did the last game. You look at uh, Kemba Walker, it's kind of been the same thing with Kemba all season. You know, uh, is he going to play? Is he not going to play? He's just not fitting with this team. But uh, for this game, I really need to see if uh, any of these guys are, are, are going to uh, play before I, I take a side. I'm not a fan of laying double digits in the playoffs. I took Boston the first game, took Boston the second game, took Boston the third game. I took Boston the fourth game. Now is not the time for me to jump off the the, the Boston bandwagon because this is exactly uh, when they will kind of show up. I think uh, they'll 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 actually uh, put forth an effort. It's an elimination game. I think they're the better defensive team. And then when I look at the number for the Nets, uh, forty two, you had the big three uh, doing it all, and and you know it was almost a perfect game for them. You know, almost too perfect. You're getting uh, block shots from. From James Harden, uh, nobody missed a free throw. Uh, wait, Durant didn't miss a free throw. Irving didn't miss a free throw uh, that game. I think Harden missed one. To 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 kind of come back and do that two games in a row. Uh, on the other side, when you look at what uh, Boston was able to do, you saw Tatum with 40 points, but then it just dropped off like uh, considerably because you had you had 16 from Fournier, you had 16 from Smart. It's it's just not enough. We're gonna need Kimbo in the lineup, or we're gonna need uh, Williams the third in the lineup for me to take a side but right now if I had to uh, take a bet I'm definitely going to take it over the total yeah I can see the over here I mean we've seen pretty high scoring games in uh, all, all this series really game one would have went over as well but the first quarter they scored like 36 points because the Nets had been right. off for a bunch and were a little rusty so I think uh, this game goes over uh, as well I, I would probably be leaning towards the Celtics as well because what I think is you know the, the, everybody after watching the Nets absolutely roll in game four at Boston Everybody's going to think, oh, the Nets are going to come in and do that. And we know whenever um, the public is on one side, usually Vegas, that's when they win the most. I think the Celtics probably lose, but cover in this one. But you heard it from Kurt. You take the over. I'm on the over as well. Over 231 and a half, game five, and uh, trying to see if Celtics can at least make a series out of, series out of this and, and get a road upset win here. But over is the play for us here at Pick Some Parlays. Chicago White Sox at the Cleveland Indians here, and we see Cleveland – Big favorite, of course, because their ace, Shane Bieber, is on the mound facing uh, the White Sox, Dylan Cease, young 
superstar maybe in the making. He's had a great year as well. So we see Cleveland favor minus 145, total seven. You see Shane Bieber and the gaudy numbers that he's put up the last few seasons. But you look at his wins, just five and three on the year, and you see Dylan Cease three and one on the year with the even better ERA. So what do you like in this matchup? I love an underdog. And I love a first place underdog, especially against their uh, division rivals. And that's what we have here with the White Sox and Dylan Cease, you know. And like you said, Craig, you know, you hear the name Shane Bieber and you see the numbers and he's, you know, he's well known around the league. Uh, the last game he had 12 strikeouts. But the games before then, you know, you really saw six strikeouts, seven strikeouts. Uh, he, they weren't uh, uh, considered uh, what you would consider quality starts. Uh, for him, only going uh, 5.1 and 4.2 innings. So Bieber can get touched. And when you look at the Chicago White Sox, they have the offense that's going to, you know, put hands on him if, if, if uh, he can't find his location. The Cleveland Indians, on the other hand, they're not the comeback team uh, that they were in years past. This, uh, they, they don't have the bats. Of course, you know, Lindor is now with the uh, New York Mets. So this is a team that's really depending on their pitching staff and their defense and kind of squeaking out these uh, low, low scoring games. So when I look at this matchup, you have Shane Bieber on one, one hand, you got Dylan Cease on the other. And I think Dylan Cease can definitely uh, keep his team in this game. Uh, he's pitched well over the last three games. Uh, he himself had 10 strikeouts uh, his, his last outing. So when you think about going pitch for pitch, I think this is somebody who could definitely go pitch for pitch with Shane Bieber, keep his, uh, his team in the game. You're going to get a quality start from uh, Dylan Cease. You'll get a quality start from Shane Bieber, and then we'll get into the into the bullpens and we'll get into the offenses. And I think that's where you'll get the advantage with the first place White Sox. Yeah, I can see. Well, you, I mean, Chicago. It, I'm not talking to anybody off the Chicago White Sox team that has been um, one of those teams that they just find ways to win. It doesn't matter who they're who's the pitching against them, um, who's there pitching for them. They find ways to win. They get the they scratch out hits in some games. Some games they. Uh, rely on the home run ball. So I like this Chicago White Sox offense. I've liked them all year long. So talk, no way I would talk to anybody off an of underdog here. Um, what do you think the total here? I mean, obviously, when you see a total of seven, you have to be thinking um, you're going to see a pitcher's duel, which is what the numbers say. Yes, I definitely would take this game uh, under the total. I, I see pitchers duel written all over this one. And uh, for you in-play betters out there, you know, you will you will want to get uh, that total as high as you possibly can because by the third inning, you're going to see uh, in-play totals at probably three and a half for the game. It's going to get ridiculous with, with these two on the mound. Like I said, you're going to have two pitchers that more than likely will go six or better. So that's going to be uh, what keeps this game under the total uh, in my mind. Yeah, I like the uh, first five under three and a half. I just think uh, both these starters have been really good, especially the first four or five innings. So I like that first five under play. And, uh, but you heard it from Kurt. He likes the Chicago White Sox as an under yeah. and also a little bit on the under for the game. For me, I like the under three and a half in the first five innings. Hey, guys, just a reminder. Don't forget to use our promo code podcast. It'll save you 20% off of all packages or subscriptions. Still in. Uh, early rounds of the NHL playoffs, thanks to COVID. Tampa Bay Lightning up one nothing in this series at Carolina tonight. I'm looking to see if Carolina can even this series. We see a very tight line in this one. We see Carolina favorite minus 115, which it opened at minus 110, so up a little bit. Uh, total at five and a half, right where it opened up. And of course, low scoring, close game in game one. And we've got Earl Sports and Nick Earl of Earl Sports here to give us all of our NHL betting knowledge that we need for Tuesday night in this Tampa Bay, Carolina 
Nick, what do you think of this uh, awesome matchup we're here for Tuesday night? Uh, I think this is the number one uh, divisional final matchup we're getting in this playoffs, other than maybe Colorado and Vegas. These are two very close teams. Uh, They're very tight basically the whole year. I think they finished five points apart uh, in the season standings, the regular season standings. Uh, And I'm looking at the under in this game. In the regular season and in the first playoff game, they've only gone over in one game. They've gone under in seven and pushed on one. Uh, In Carolina, uh, they've played games 1-0, 4-0, 2-1, and then 4-2, 4-3 as the two, or the 4-2 as a push. 4-3 was the only over that they played there. I like the under in this game. I think we're going to see more great defense. Andre Vasilevsky and Alex Ndelkovic is a great goaltending matchup, and both them, uh, those goaltenders have been really good in the postseason. I'm looking at the under for the total in this one. Yeah, what, what you saw in uh, game one, very, very tight matchup. Like you said, great defense, um, which is kind of surprising. We've seen Tampa Bay being able to, in years past, really score. Uh, but it, I think they realized when they went out a few years ago, uh, that if you're going to win come playoff time, you got to play defense. And it, it worked last year. Now they look to repeat here. But on the road, if you had to play a side in this one, I know the totals you better play. What do you think about the side in this one? Uh, 100% the Hurricanes in this one. Uh, I'm super high on this Hurricanes team. I actually have uh, futures on them to win, the, uh, win this division, make the Stanley Cup, and win the Stanley Cup. So I was super high on this Carolina team heading into the playoffs. I think they get the job done here at home. They're 23-4-5 at home so far this season. They are a very good home crowd, and I do not see them dropping back-to-back games with that filled uh, PNC arena with all those Kaniacs in the crowd. I don't see them dropping two in a row in Carolina. I like Carolina on the spot. 2-2 series in the West. We've got the Denver Nuggets hosting in the Portland Trailblazers on Tuesday night, and what a series it's been already. Back and forth, back and forth, and uh, now Denver um, has the home court edge again and an important game five here. Denver favored by minus one and a half. Total of 226. So, uh, you know, usually home court edge, you get two and a half to three points. So basically, we've got uh, uh, Earl from Earl Sports in, and we're going to be talking this NBA playoff free betting pick. What do you think here? Obviously, you're wearing the Denver shirt. Uh, I mean, Denver can pull this off. I have jerseys for a lot of teams. So I just threw this on because I knew I was going over this game. Uh, Yes, I do have Denver. Uh, Shock, shock. But, uh, They've looked pretty good. They've uh, even though they were without Jamal Murray since like the middle of the year, they've still had a hot end of the year. Uh, we're still able to get that three seed from the Clippers. And going into the series, the two games that they've won, they demolished. They they were they were a really good team. Obviously, it's depending on which Denver Nuggets you're going to get because they're either going to win by twenty or they're going to lose by twenty. We haven't really seen anything else in this series besides that. But I do have Denver in this game. Minus the one and a half. I feel like the home court advantage is going to be enough for them. Uh, as long as Nikola Jokic can go and score more than 16 points in this game, I think they should be able to get through this one just fine. And then they will also have a game seven in Denver. So I feel like they got this series as long as they win tonight. Yeah, important game, obviously game five when it's 2-2. I always feel like whoever wins game five probably going to win the series. Uh, when you look at Denver, obviously Coach Malone called him out after getting absolutely demolished um, in the second half there in Portland last time out. So you would expect the defense of the uh, Denver Nuggets to be a little better. What do you think about this total? I know the better what you're saying is the better uh, play for you is the side. But what do you think about the total here? 226, pretty high in normal years. But this year, 226 actually seems a little low. It 100% is low. 
out of the four games this series, they've only gone under that total once, and that was in game four. And it was because the Denver Nuggets couldn't shoot. Uh, Nikola Jokic had 16 points. Gordon had six. I think Michael Porter Jr. shot the ball like five times. It was one of those pathetic games, I should say, from the Denver Nuggets. Uh, I'm expecting them to come back hungry. I'm expecting them to come back sort of pissed because of, you know, Coach Mullen just threw them under the bus saying that they were soft. Yeah, yeah they got to come back with better defense, but I still think this one goes over. 226 is just too low of a total, especially for these two teams. Yeah, I'm with you. I think my best play going to be on the over in this game. Um, what I do like about this series is we've seen some other players step up. Denver, of course, Austin Rivers, huge in game three, um, basically willed them to the run. I think you're going to get what you're going to get from Joker. He's an MVP um, candidate for a reason, probably will win the MVP for the season for a reason. He's going to give you uh, points. He's going to give you rebounds. He's going to give you assists. He is um, the superstar on this team. But they need, without Jamal Murray being here, they need some other people to step up. Austin Rivers would be huge if he did that again. Of course, Gordon would be uh, would be nice too. So I like the over in this one. Earl Sports, they like Denver as the best place. They also like the over as well. So maybe a little little consensus play on the over. 